Hello, welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season 4, Episode 9. I am one of your hosts, Collins. Hey, I'm the other host, Frank. Hello, other host, Frank. Hey, Alaska, how are you doing, Collins? Uh, I am tired. Uh, I have <laughs> done... I have been focusing on so much stuff, uh, buying stuff. Uh, in case people don't know, um, we are going... We are looking forward to having another person enter our family in this household and so if you guys have children you understand the immense amount of stuff you have to repair so that's what i've been doing recently collins is super shopping spree yes <laughs> yes and all of the research that tends to need to go into like looking for pens or watches or other hobbies it's now being focused into what kind of this stroller or what kind of that and it's, yeah it's in all sorts of different educational product shopping <laughs> i thought you have done that a lot earlier to be honest with you uh yeah i mean we we did do that but now it's the purchasing part and uh, making sure that everything okay. is good and okay okay um yeah <laughs> So now it's the uh, putting the plan to action phase. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yes. And, uh, well, so there's that. So, uh, evidently, Collins has been busy. And uh, <laughs> I don't think, well, I'm kind of distracted from my other hobby, new pickup hobby as well. But Yes, I know. You fine. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, you want to let us know what you're doing? Uh, no, I think I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so there really isn't much for, uh, in terms of pen hobbies, in terms of pen changes in the, in the recent weeks, there's not much on my end, except that I finally air out the uh, pen chest. So no more smells. Uh, well, that's good. I'm not sure it's no more smells or just... No more smell that I can detect because my nose is too used to it. Uh, so you've 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 gone through the long haul end of like adjusting to the aroma. I hope not, because I don't smell when I first come back to my house after after work, right? So I, I yeah. hope that's not the case. But who knows? Because yeah, you don't know, right? Because I remember um, my my friend he bought a new house. Mm -hmm. And he left on vacation for a while. And then when he came back, he was like, oh, my God, I didn't even notice the new house smell until I came back. You just kind of get used to an aroma, even if you're not always smelling it until How you come back to it. How the house? Uh, two years. <laughs> two years is not that new. It's still pretty new, and they can they can still smell it after they came back from vacation. Would it for a current house, like a current standard yeah. house? I thought the uh, vapor organic standard for the newer constructions are pretty stringent nowadays. I don't know. That's what they told me. <laughs> Is it a new house smell or just their own house's smell? Because every they say house smells a, a little bit different. True. And every person and their stuff has a different aroma, too. But, like, they yeah. tell me... It smells kind of like a new house. It's not like a brand new car smell, but it's like they still smell some of the new aroma. Yeah, like I, after I, a long vacation. Interesting. Okay, because I know for a fact that I smell a little bit like incense all the time. <laughs> like that is a smell yes. I'm not gonna get used. To. I'm not gonna get away from it. Like I always smell no. a little bit of incense, a little bit like uh, uh, what what was the crap that we burned? Uh, is either bigger wood or is uh, what's the other one? Cinderwood. Mm-hmm. And so there's always that, 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 that I think that smell is going to stuck with me for a while. <laughs> uh, I don't detect too much smell from, actually, no, your house just depends on the candle your wife lit that day <laughs> recently. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, really, that's pretty much it. Other than that, it, it, there's really no distinctive house smell at your house. Um, I know my fountain pen drawer smells like sailor ink quite a bit. I, wait, I'm going to go smell my fountain pen drawer now because it's like, I don't remember it having a smell. Wait a minute. Hold that <laughs> note. 
No, my drawer doesn't have You're, a sailor yeah, ink. Yeah, mine smell. smells a little bit of sailor ink. Did you leak some out? I don't know. Um, it distinctly it distinctively smells a little bit like the herbicide that is used in the sailor inks. I forget which part of the division you land on, whether you like the sailor ink smell or you don't like the sailor ink smell. I forget which one you're on. I don't mind it. Okay. I don't. I also don't mind it. <laughs> I don't particularly like it, but I don't mind it. I, I, I'm going to take a bottle right now and sniff it. <laughs> All right. Because I'm like, I, I, I so, th th okay. Ever since we got those, that huge Chris, Christmas sample inks, that's all I've been using. Ah, okay. I think they release, just... a, they release a few of those colors in the, uh, the official rotation now, mm -hmm. which is great. And, but they, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think they released the one I like the most, the Stormy Sea or the, the, the super blue and uh, the sparkling one. But eh, I'll wait. You know what's fun, though? Like, every sample ink that I like... Mm -hmm. you don't have and every sample ink that you had like i don't have just <laughs> <laughs> the nature of splitting it yeah 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 there's that so yeah but i yeah i've been ahead. really liking the chameleon inks from that set like i go to them every time i'm writing now really yeah so what pen are you looking for to get like like what the pen do you put i guess is Less glitter, it's all right? dip. It's all, all dip nibs now. <laughs> okay, because okay, okay. At least for when I'm using any of the shimmer inks, I've just been using the dip nibs uh, because I don't want to have to deal with washing it. Okay. And I don't really have a burner. I, I don't want to call it a burner, but like I don't really have a shimmer only fountain pen that I'm willing to sacrifice right now. Ah, right. Your um. Your dip pen broke, right? Uh, yes. Uh, we can talk about that. <laughs> sure. So I had got a um, I got a, a, f a glass dip pen, mm -hmm. um, and I was writing a letter at one point, and the following day when I went to do my journal, I noticed there was a chip in the tip, and I'm like, what? <laughs> So you didn't drop it? No, I did not drop it. And I always put it back with the little plastic sleeve uh -huh. on it. Okay. The sleeve in front of it, yeah. The sleeve in front of it that protects the nib. Um, and then I, and I get it, and it's like, I look at the tip, and you can tell where the ink stops. And it's like a very straight line in the nib. And I'm like, okay, it chipped. And that's why if I'm writing with it, it's also scratchy. Which I don't is a know where my uh, I don't know where my uh, tip protector is. I probably should find it. <laughs> you don't know where it is. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I literally just took out my glass nib, and I don't have that tip protector anymore. So maybe I should go and oh, find boy. it afterwards. You should you should go and find it. Yeah. Anyways, I, I I was very careful with it. Um, I will say that the paper I was writing on. The last sheet of paper I was writing on was a little grainier with a little bit more fiber to it. Uh huh. Um, and so, anyways, I, I contact uh, 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 CY and 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 talked about like what might have happened. And so he says that it's very possible that um, that usually this happens when you it's there's some form of impact. But I didn't impact it at all. Um, so my my guess, my personal guess, is that like that fibrous paper might have just. I might have imparted a bit too much force on it at some point, and then it just chipped. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So was currently on his way back to Japan to uh, to a full travel or what? Yes, uh, it finally delivered. It finally oh, delivered in Japan. Um. Yes, in Japan. Okay. Okay. I sent it a month ago. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. That took a I've while. Been... It took a while. Uh, apparently, okay, so here's the thing, right? Like, I shipped it with UPS International uh -huh. uh, to Japan uh, to get it fixed. Um, and it said it would arrive in five days. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but every time I checked it, it always said it was uh, on its way. It never said that there were any issues. 
Um, and during this time, I'm doing my own thing. I'm living my own life. And every once in a while, I'll get these texts from you, from someone who claims to be from UPS mm -hmm. saying that, oh, your package is waiting to be delivered. Please call us. And like, that's always a scam. That's always a scam. I'm never going to look at those texts. <laughs> right? Three days ago, I get a call from UPS saying, hey, your package is held up at the port for port fees that you need to pay. I'm like, what? Oh, so all of those scammy looking texts were real? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the port fee really at this point is partially your fault. Uh, to some I degree. Mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Because... Look, UPS, if you if I need to pay something to get something for shipping, don't send I, I get, maybe it's because the scammers are so good at like faking it, but I swear the texts look pretty darn not official. Okay, okay. Here's here's my little rent. The chest that I got. Uh-huh. Yes. After everything is said and done, UPS decided to send me a letter. Send me an invoice. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the heck is this? Why do I get an invoice from UPS? Open it up. It's a $2 invoice. <laughs> for apparently like... I, I don't remember what it's called. It's like a uh, some kind of custom... Oh yeah, custom processing fee that UPS decided to charge me 2 bucks for. It is it is yeah. one of those big fat leather stack, okay? So that leather itself probably cost <laughs> two dollars to send. Yeah, maybe a dollar seventy five or something. Well, I mean the, the post itself is probably close to a dollar, right? After everything yeah, is right. done. The processing time that it takes someone to actually mail a damn thing probably way exceeds two dollars. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's not the frustrating part. The frustrating part is there's no modern way for you to pay UPS for mm -hmm. a residential client to pay custom processing fees. So you're so how did you pay for it? They gave you a customer account and they gave you an invoice number. Mm -hmm. There is an area to enter invoice numbers on their UPS website. Okay. Except that's for commercial purposes only. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, you're talking to my future here. So how did you pay it? <laughs> I kind of, I kind of want to, I kind of want you to go through the same shit as I did. <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, okay. I, I'm pretty sure I'll have to. After researching at like freaking 4 a.m. because I just couldn't go to sleep that day. Turns out that it was like after like an hour of research, it turns out that the only way to pay UPS is to send the mail-in check back to UPS using the you envelope they included, which by the way is extra so postage. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so so you, you can't go to like a UPS store? I don't think so. Um, okay. Or you can call them uh -huh. and pay through a representative. Oh, and like give them my credit card give number? Give your credit card information on the phone. No, I'm just going to mail them a check. <laughs> <laughs> there I is know no people do that. payment, nothing at all. So like, I'm just calling them. To their credit, they pick up like that. I had no problem being transferred to the right person after like two mm -hmm. transfers. Mm -hmm. Almost no delay. But come on, man. Really? <laughs> Why 2023 and still no direct way to pay it? Yeah, that seems really strange, especially with such a large company like UPS, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah. It, anyways, after a month, the pens finally. Uh, uh, so, Lucas Mahoney is the guy, uh, Hanabi Glass Studio. And they, they said that they would take a look at the pen and see what they can do. So it's finally with them now. So we'll see what happens with my chip nib. Um, and hopefully I can get it back because I really liked writing with it. Okay. Okay. So now you're back to the uh, Kakimori uh, dip pen, I assume? 
Yes, the, back oh. to the Kakimori depend. Which, to be fair, if I want to see Shimmer, it's a better pen to get some Shimmer because it's a thicker nib. Oh yeah, lays down more a uh, larger more, writing. More, okay, okay. Lays down more ink. Yeah, that's reasonable. I think yeah. the um, okay. So well, let's let's go over some some fountain pen uh, recent releases and some opinions as well to see how you think about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> you haven't been keeping up with the market lately. I have not. Yeah, well, I guess this is a pretty interesting uh, reaction then. Let's see. The Benu pens, hand painted pens with gold nibs, mm-hmm. All right, let's take a look. Holy crap. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, hold the... F- Are we allowed to curse on this podcast? <laughs> hey, 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 is this... You're, you're free to say whatever you want. I don't think ours is exactly uh, M for children, and I don't think there is a list age restriction on our podcast so far, so... <laughs> And we have okay, no okay. sponsors yet, absolutely no sponsors, so we're not going to cancel by any sponsors. <laughs> Wait, I want to go back in time. How much were those Bennu Christmas pens? $400, $300? $400. And those were hand-painted, right? Or like... Right, right. Though the, in the uh, complexity was different. Uh, sure. Okay. But... Uh, we ha- okay. <laughs> but... Okay, I have, no one said the price yet, but basically I clicked the link and the pen does not look much different from the kind of thing that you would have gotten with the Christmas Bennu pens that were $400. These are $3,000. <laughs> yep. Dang. It's very expensive. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're expensive. Jeez. Three thousand, four thousand, one thousand, seven hundred, and two thousand dollars. That depends on which one you're looking at, right? And uh yeah. the one thousand seven hundred one, surprisingly, that one's actually the uh the lantern. The Chinese sky lanterns. Yeah. I mean it's nice. Um not but it's not it's, cheap. Uh, no, no, it's not. Um, it's funny to me because there are seven pens available that mm-hmm. range from the low. There's one at one thousand seven hundred, and another one that's two thousand, and the rest are uh, above that, up to four thousand dollars. And the only ones that are sold out are the two cheapest ones. I think those are also the first one he uploaded. Oh, I see. But yes, um, people did pay up. For now, those pens at one thousand seven hundred, so, I'm more willing to give that a pass. Like that's you more eventually okay. at this point you're paying for the artwork, right? For, yes. I mean, it's Benu pen. We already we we all know the basis price of Benu pens, and this yes. one doesn't have any kind of a specialty uh, material per se. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really just the artwork. Right. And to give the credits due, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad so, at all. So, I like it a lot. It's just I'm not so, sure. Some I of these like are better it. than others, but I, I'm not sure I like it as a thousand seven hundred dollar like it. Sure. But you know, it, it some people like it and some I'd say the art is pretty it. good. Yeah. So and um, evidently someone bought it, so that means there's still a there is a market for them. Yes. Right? So there, there's indeed a market, and I guess they, they made a gamble and they paid off. And they said two out of the six gamble paid off so far. <laughs> and I... Perhaps... Wait, I'm sorry. Enough, are these like... Probably... It's only one. It's only one, Only yeah. one of them. Oh. Yeah. At least there hasn't been any kind of... Um, it's not, it doesn't specifically say it's limited edition, one out of 800 or something like that, one out yeah. of 20. It and if you look, like if you actually click off. on it, it says 
in stock, one available. Yeah. Okay. So if it's literally exclusive, there's only one that you can buy. Sure. I can kind of see why the price might be a little higher now. Not for me, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Not um, for me. Not my cup of tea, but hey, it is uh, a new pen's newest lineup, and they're punching. <laughs> they're punching for higher weight class, I guess. They're punching for higher yeah. price points, and uh, yeah, at least few of them paid off. You're you're competing with like Urushi You Nakaya. are competing with Urushi Nakaya <laughs> for a thousand dollars. Yeah, which yeah. I I can say that is a very brave move for <laughs> for a normally painted pants with no exotic mm -hmm. materials or uh, painting uh painting materials, but but hey, it. you know, yeah, what the heck, whatever works. Yep. You just All wanted right. that reaction. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Next one. The uh, the um, Ferris wheel glass pen. And I remember I did see this and it looks really good. You're giving me a blank look, Frank. It, it looks like a very stereotypical glass pen. Sure. It, it 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 is a um how do i say this it is very basic in its mm -hmm. look but i think there's some there's something nice about its simplicity granted i like our the ones that we bought more um the ones from hanabi glass studio look excellent in comparison um because that one has more work being done to the glasses so yes like Ooh, I should also I should I, I should also temper what I'm saying because it is of similar price to the ones yes, that we bought. Yes, I was about to say <laughs> it is 250 Canadian. Yeah, that's that's quite a lot. I was hoping these are around like a hundred bucks. <laughs> no, that's 250 Canadians, man. <laughs> that is. Yeah. What we're looking at is the um for the Ferris wheel, the gumdrop glass dip pen. Mm-hmm. Um. It is a pen with clear barrel and the um, a blue marble in the center, and it just goes to a uh, dip pen toward the end of it. Yeah, I mean, I I would say that like, I I don't have any Ferris wheel products. I know I know that you have one, right? Mm -hmm. You have one of their inks. I have one ink. Yeah. Um, they're really good at marketing. <laughs> they know how to sell. <laughs> Uh, like their box design, their their the culture they've created around their products. Uh, they've got really good marketing, and their ads team is really good. Um, and because of the 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 creativity of their advertising thing, is like it makes the pen look pretty good. They are very um, active on Instagrams and the social medias, so mm -hmm. I will say a. A good chunk of your money goes to an advertisement. Yeah, I would, yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, but um, they they do have the designed. Uh, was it was it called? Their design are fairly on brand for a lot of their yes. products. So uh, I guess a lot of people is buying them for for the general collections in a sense. It's. It, how do I say it? They, they, Ferris wheel has very large mass market appeal. Okay. I, I, like, I, I, like if you saw this, I could very easily see this at like a Borders and Barnes and Noble. I haven't been to a Borders and Barnes and Noble in a long time, but I could totally see this. Yeah, yeah. There's a Barnes and Noble. Oh, yeah. at the mall nearby. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, There's right. a Barnes and Noble still. Okay. I haven't okay. been inside it in a long time. But there, it is there. I walk by all the time for lunch. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could totally see it there. Okay, I mean, 
if it's only 50, I'm pretty sure they will sell out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just I'm not sure it, that it's worth the price, but hey. I think at around 100, 125, that's pretty fair to me, I would say. But 250 is pretty high. I would, that's pretty high. Yeah. All right. So I guess we are going down to a more reasonably priced glass pen. And oh, you're like targeting. One, well, it just happened. A bunch of glass pen came up on the uh, Foundabin subreddit and the some mm-hmm. of the content I see today. So, yeah. That's cool. Right? This is the. Uh, Matsu Koku glass pen. I believe some other. Uh, there's some shop that sells it, even though they're all sold out. I can't remember which store. Oh it was. man, I would, I would totally buy one. <laughs> <laughs> and that is uh, Shiguru Ink, right? Shikule Ink, and they are not particularly expensive, actually. Uh. It's... It says it's, you said it's listed at ninety dollars. Ninety dollars, eighty-five dollars. That's so cool. Um, so basically, what? Uh, how do I even describe this? Um, they, it, if you imagine a glass dip pen, uh, but inside the grip section, they put water or liquid inside that sloshes around as you move the pen, and they have small little pieces of glass that it's able to bounce around on the inside yep um it's very cool very beautiful i really hope no one breaks one (laughs) (sighs) yeah but i i think uh for for most people if you break this one you're gonna break all the other glass pens too right so yeah yeah it's not probably more fragile in a sense because Actually, it could be a little bit more fragile than the other ones because it's not a solid piece. But mm-hmm. I mean, glass pen is glass pen. You have to handle it with care. Yeah. If you if you, <laughs> yes. if you give it enough force to to break the barrel, chances are you probably dropped it and your tip is going to be gone. Yes. Anyway. Right. Um, I will say the nib doesn't look as good as the uh, the Hanabi Glass Studio ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you can definitely tell that there's the the grooves are definitely not as deep and the tip is a little broader the tip is probably doesn't hold as much ink per se yeah and you can probably yeah you can probably have the uh the the there's certain there's probably going to be a sweet spot here but regardless i feel like for 90 dollars this total buy (laughs) yeah it's really nice total buy you did not link <laughs> where we can get one but you said they were sold out right she could link and uh, it's sold out at the moment let me let me put it uh, bop, 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 bop. there you go shigure inks mm-hmm. matsubokuri storm glass pens they have a couple other glass pens too Yes, uh, some of the um, glass pens actually are available on their websites, just not the storm glass one. Uh, they have a different storm glass one at the very bottom, but it's not the same. Um, it's, it this doesn't one... have that sloshing thing on the inside. Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, that one's also sold out too. What am I talking about? They're all sold out. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, even the, like all these other ones, they're really cool too. They have a very unique okay. design to it. Um, yeah. That's very different than your typical glass dip nib that you can find online. So, I am going to throw this on my watch list. And we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. So, I, they have some other um, glass dip pens as well. They're only $35. Yeah. And, okay, if we bring back some of the... Okay, so... The Matsubokuri crystal short pen is basically just a solid rod of glass with a tip, with a nib. It's not too far away from what Ferris wheel was offering us. Correct. And that's why I kind of <laughs> want to be honest with you. Okay. You, yeah. Uh, the Ferris wheel one is way overpriced compared to what they're offering. Granted, they're all sold out, so... 
Yeah. That's it. Someone's going to buy it uh, due to their media presences, really. But uh, even the more intr- the intrinsic one, right? The uh, Kiwi mm-hmm. one, Silver Mika that they have in their um, pens, that is $64. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. So, all right. Moving on to the next one. I think this one is actually more, it's interesting to me. The Opus 88 Zodiac Rabbit Fountain Pen. Can you... What am I looking at here? What do you mean? What? Okay. Celebrate the Year of the Rabbit with a stunning handcrafted Opus Fountain Pen made of a gorgeous combination of natural materials. A silver floral rabbit motif? So the center, there's a silver rabbit design thing. Honestly, right. it was really hard to make out what it was. Yeah, there's a, there's a rabbit. You need to take a look at the uh, last picture. Yeah, honestly, it's kind of hard to see. Yeah, there's like uh, flowers, and there is like there's flowers. There is like floral backgrounds in them. But if they mm-hmm. take a look at the third picture, there's certainly a rabbit on the barrel. Yeah, I see it. It's just really hard to make out. Just right looking at it oh yeah because you... blue makes it eh, i see <laughs> blue for you is gray and that's silver oh no i see the blue it's just okay. the, the silver like the 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 weird the texturing they put on the rabbit with the flowers it's just, it's just <laughs> it hard doesn't to help. distinguish you kind of blend together yeah yeah um what do you think of this pen frank I like it actually. I like it quite a bit. This is Ebonite pen itself with the uh, Mother of Pearls uh, inlays and the uh, starting silver on the side and the brass on the center. Mm-hmm. It, did, they, it certainly has a symmetry to it because it's split on the center. Right. And I think this is relatively unique that the, uh, the center is actually empty. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, if you really think about it, when you're using the pen, it doesn't matter because you're not gripping that section that is empty. Nope. Nope. And it just happens that the empty part, you can see it when you're holding it. Yeah. If you have a typical gripping for pens and, and uh, fountain pens. Yeah, it the the silver section is hovering right above where you would normally grip the pe- fountain pen. Yeah, so um, it's typically where you would find the ink window, but it's not there. Yeah, it's a it's a rabbit instead. <laughs> I I like I, this design quite a bit, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of Opus eighty eight's um, newest, um, brand new designs. Mm-hmm. I've never seen before, and I really enjoy that they are going with a different manufacturing process and materials, mixing materials in this case. I've always really liked Opus 88's general design um, look and design. Like, the, their designer really make their pens look good. Like I've really have always wanted their demonstrator for a long time, and so seeing them kind of create something totally different it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So this is definitely out of their uh, typical product. Oh, of course, other than the uh, big glass wine pens. <laughs> yeah. I still need to get that. I still haven't gotten it yet. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I didn't even look at the price. I thought this was more expensive. <laughs> it's not. It really isn't. It's 360 Yep. It's not that expensive. I uh, for whatever reason, I, things, yes, it's not. Yes, I was thinking this was in the thousand dollar range. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is in the in the in the range of other. Um, I would say like a resin pour pen. Hmm. Custom resin pour pen is like typically what two hundred. Uh, a more expensive one is two hundred, three hundred nowadays, and cheaper one you can still probably find for like a hundred eighty, hundred ninety, for a, a smaller shops, but. I mean, three hundred sixty for a sterling silver part. Sterling silver pens—that's not bad. Sterling silver. There's mother of pearls inserted into the cap and the pen, and 
There's and, a lot going on here. And a pimp body is Ebonite. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> there's a lot going on this man for all for only $360. See, what you did, Frank, with this episode is that you set me up with like the most expensive thing I've ever seen for for what you get, in my opinion. And then you've progressively dropped it as we go down. It's like, wow, these are really more affordable. And more reasonable, right? More and more reasonable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next one wouldn't be, though. Okay. Let's see. But this is a brand new, I think, a new standard lineup on them. Ooh. Nagasawa... Uh, Naginata Togi Kobe Night Sky Kobe Night Sky mm-hmm. I believe there I, is a, a Kobe Ink name off of it but still like this one is uh, ribbed fountain pen yeah in sense. they say it's to increase the grip which yes it does increase uh, the, the texture definitely make it easier to hold and this one's mm-hmm. Naginata Togi by default so but, I, uh, yeah, this is uh-huh. brand new, brand new paint shape that is probably going to be like a standard. Hopefully, it's going to be a standard line from them. We'll see. I really like this pen. I just don't know what uh, what is in the clear cap. I was trying to figure that out too. Uh, there's, it looks like it's just, it, it looks like what um, Mont Blanc does sometimes, but. It, I, obviously, it's not that. So it's not because Mont Blanc put a little jewel in the top, like like they put a little diamond. Actually, do you know that it's actually a real diamond, or is that like a synthetic diamond? As far as I know, it's a real diamond. Um, real diamond but even if that. they don't put a real diamond, they'll float like a, a clear. They'll float like their emblem inside, right? But I don't think that's what Nagasawa is doing here. No, it looks just like a clear plastic. So I was looking at it for a while, I was trying to figure out what's going on. The uh, tip is just i couldn't figure out what's what they what was the design trying to do but even if you know even if it's just some clear plastic right like the color combinations the ribbing it, this pen looks really nice right the uh, nib itself is also a uh, nagasawa's uh own specialty nib as well mm-hmm. as all their previous limit uh, as pr- some of their previous limited editions i wouldn't say all of them but some of their Previous limited editions. Yeah. Uh, I'm sad because this is a very expensive pen and I really want one. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite pricey, but when I saw this pen, my heart immediately like wanted to grab it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good looking, it's a, it's a very understated design looking pen, mm-hmm. but it's executed pretty well, I would say. Yes. It's executed really well. Right. I'll just, I'll just have to look at it in photos. Yeah, you can make a decision later. <laughs> yeah. I think we talk about the normal version of this pen before. Oh goodness! <laughs> but this is the ivory version. Wait. What we're looking at is a Putton Century 3776 Shape of Heart Ivory Edition. Interesting. Remember, they had a black one before. Yeah. And this one is... Yeah, we've seen the other one with the gems at the tip. Mm-hmm. I think I actually enjoy the white one better, to be completely honest here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as uh, supposedly it's only two thousand available worldwide. Even though I'm not entirely sure why they limited that much, because it literally cost like no extra cost to produce. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you can make it limited, why not? Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like some some pens you don't have to be limited. It just it, it could be uh just a. Next step up pens are you always gonna have in your, in your especially lineup. a pen like this, which is pretty basic. It's pretty basic. All you need is that specialized finial, finial. Yeah, that's, that's it, really. 
But regardless, it's 2000 limited and uh, it's available, I believe, when? Sometime soon? Let's see. February. So technically it's out. It's out. It's out. Yeah. I definitely like the 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 previous blue one more. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, that's it for the uh, pilots, the uh, new plan pens I run across. And I think this is the last one. So my apologies. I clicked on this one instead of the ivory, the heart ivory one last time, oh, which is why I was laughing so hard. Because, <laughs> you know, when you first look at the picture, we're looking at the eBay link you sent me, right? Yes, 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 indeed. When I first saw the picture, I'm like, oh, they compressed the photo horizontally too poorly. What's going on here? That's my then I looked thought at, too. <laughs> <laughs> then I looked at it again. I'm like, nope, no, they didn't compress it. That's just what it looks like. Because the coin is circular. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the stubbiest pen I've ever seen. Um, okay, if I can bring you on the journey, that imagine you took a normal size platinum black cigar pen, um, and you just compressed it into like from from like five inches to like three inches and then that's the pen that i'm we're looking at now it it <laughs> it looks like a cartoon stubby pen okay so there is something similar that is also really available from uh mahjong mm -hmm. which was moomin um, it is the Mahjong Q1 called the Little Fat Man fountain pen. The Little Fat Man. Yes. Oh, yeah, I see it here. You see this one, right? I mean, some people posted this before. But this doesn't have nearly the same amount of impact as the Platinum Glamour fountain pen <laughs> from 1980. There's a few factors in it, right? Yes, there's a lot of factors to this. <laughs> you want to you wanna, you wanna go case by case? Well, okay, number one, the nib. <laughs> That's what actually got me the most. <laughs> because the nib... Because, like, the, the Majon, there's still some aspects of the pen that are still normal-sized relative to everything else, right? Right, the Mahjong uses a standardized nib. Yes, the uh, the Mahjong kind of looks like a standard like size six Yovo, right? Right. Whereas the Platinum, when when I said take the five inch pen and squish it down to like three, what would happen is that the the height of the nib squishes down, but the the sides would flare out because you're squashing it together, right? That's what they did with this platinum nib. It like, looks like squashed someone out. Cropped, someone cropped the pictures, <laughs> essentially. Like, it, it flares out, and I've never seen a nib that looks like this before. It's, yeah, like if, if you consider the fact that platinum went out of their way to create a new mold and a new stamp yeah. for this nib... A lot of effort went into this because a die for a nib is not cheap. For yeah. stamping, it's not cheap. So they went out of their way to create something that is more or less a a fun slash joke gift. <laughs> um. Okay. So if we move down from the tip, I want to go to the other end, which is the cap. And the the cap clip. It's just gigantic. It, looks like, it literally <laughs> looks like a pelican's bill. It's so large. Right. It's, it's like a... What's the best way for me to describe it? It's thicker. It's, it, in terms of width, it looks wider than some fountain pens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I would say it's it's wider than some of the Philippine nibs for sure. In fact, yeah. I think it may be wider than a Lamy uh, a Lamy snib. Oh yeah, definitely. You could fit a Lamy nib Lamy inside Safari, of that clip. Yeah. So these are two hundred forty dollars, two hundred thirty dollars on eBay right now for a, a new old stock. They are produced mm-hmm. in the nineteen eighties. I have seen colors in black and sky blue. That's the two most prominent colors I've seen. By the way, they are also ribbed structure. Yeah. But the ribs are like thick, like, uh, uh, they're not like thin ribs. They're like thick globular ribs. Uh, so yeah, I, I, the, the first time I saw that, I had to take a double take and make sure that <laughs> I mean, like there, there, there's nothing wrong to the pictures that eBay is presenting me right now. Yeah, because I mean, it's just someone taking a photo and posting on eBay, right? Because it, it would be really easy for someone to just not know how aspect ratios work and just like, oh, we just squashed your photo instead of putting it upright. The Platinum Glamour Fountain Pen. That's such a great name. <laughs> yeah, so I, I they whatever goes. <laughs> and, it, it, it's so stubby. It almost looks like like a, like a weird cockroach. Mm, like a very yeah. long cockroach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say for other purposes too, but yeah. Oh my goodness, Frank. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to hint at me at? <laughs> no, no. I just only, I just only realized that after looking at one of the, one of the YouTube comments on the pen. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, that that goes the uh, the pen that I want to share about today. And lastly, I think there is a newer. I, I want to say is new. Let me see. Where's that link? That I am rather interested in to maybe order one from him. But I Mm -hmm. am, of course, it's not cheap, right? So here. Let's take a look. Oh, the seagull nib. These are the custom fountain pen nibs, and uh, it's basically a reverse cross nib from Sailor mm-hmm. as previous to that. Mm-hmm. I kind of wonder if I can request one to go with a Pelican nib, to go into a Pelican pen for the uh, for the uh, Ocean Swirl. Your, your Ocean Swirl, yeah. Maybe. But I know it will cost more because this is $200 for a steel nib. I'm not sure how much it would charge for <laughs> a... Uh, gold nib? Gold nib. I can only imagine it's much more expensive, but hey, you know. Yeah, but at the it same time, really cool. like, this guy is... Uh, he seems to be... He seems to get the the overall stack nib manufacturing process down because as of right now he has almost all of them available for sales mm-hmm. right so if you if you go on the website the cobra name is available the seagull is available um here's some other custom ones so the casserole is available casserole is like a reverse uh togi nib really and his finishing quality is definitely one of the better finishes, polish, um, yeah. stack that I've ever seen. Because, like, years. just from based on the photos, like, even the steel nibs look very, very nice. I would, I honestly thought they were gold nibs at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and um, it's something that I, someone that I ran to, um, that I looked at. I think this is actually shared by John's Instagram, which is where it led me here. Yeah, yeah. So I think he was able to try them too. Yeah, so maybe 
maybe the uh, the next film that's been produced for me will be trying to get the pelican, not the pelican, the seagull nib. I, I guess pelican seagull uh, similar birds in a sense. Would you- <laughs> someone's going to yell at me for the for in the comment, they're, but regardless, they're definitely different birds, but they're 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 both uh, ocean <laughs> ocean nautical birds. birds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I hope that I can probably I'll, I'll contact him or reach out to him sometime soon and see what's the pricing on that. Yeah, I'd be interested in just trying out one of these nibs too. Yeah, and I might want to just try a steel one. I think CY has a stack one on the show floor, but it is not inked, so we couldn't even try. Mm. In fact, I was actually paying attention when we went through the uh, LA Pen shows. I couldn't find. I don't think there's anyone that actually has the cross or music or cross music nib available for trial. Mm. Yeah, I was hoping. Were you anyway? And the sailor was there. I was like, oh, hey, maybe they have a special. Nope, they do not have a special. <laughs> yep, singles to what's it called? The nibs.com. Their their booth nib got a downsized quite a bit. I would say. I think they are emptying their inventories. So. Yeah. All right. With that being said, I think this concludes our episode for the day. And, uh, well, I, I think uh, this is enough window shopping for you for the time being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've, you've enticed me with... I mean, you usually entice me with stuff, but this time my heart really hurt that I probably won't be able to get that pen. <laughs> not, okay. That I one, got a feeling really they are they're gonna have something similar. I sure hope shape. so. <laughs> Probably not color. Maybe not color <sighs> because this is one off, but that deep that deep navy blue though was so nice. A nice guy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, time to wrap up today's show. We can be found at foundandpenandstationary.com. Again, that's fountainpenandstationary.com. Our email address is fountainpenstationary at gmail.com, fountainpenstationary at gmail.com. And our Instagram is fountainpenandstationary with under slash uh, uh, as spaces. All right. And uh, well, that concludes our show for the day. So until next time, Collins. All right. I'll see you later, Frank. See you later. <laughs>